Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would like to give a quick thanks to our Tier 5 channel members and patrons. Fallen Angel, Buzz Killington. Thank you again. Now on to the story. Iron Blood, written by Algie Father Anthracite. It was a small thing. We were working in the galley, prepping food for the crew. I was watching Burbs, and Mika was slicing them into wafers for cooking. He got distracted and cut himself with a knife. Nothing serious, just a small cut on his fingertip. But blood gushed out of the wound for a second, and got all over the cutting board. He was surprised by how deeply red it was colored. After tending to the wound and cleaning the mess, we settled back into our jobs. Miko, um, if it isn't rude, would you tell me, uh, why is your blood such a bright red? I asked. I had learned that Miko was more than willing to talk about a wide variety of usually taboo subjects. I wasn't sure if it was humans in general who were so forthcoming, or Miko in particular, but he had laid bare several topics which most sentients wouldn't have even considered discussing with a bondmate, much less a different species. Um, uh, it has to do with the iron, I think. He pulled out a compass and accessed the data net. Yep, iron, it's rusty, he laughed a little. Human blood has a compound called hemoglobin, which contains iron atoms. The iron atoms grab oxygen atoms for transport. Iron oxide is rust and rust is red. Cool. He put his compad away and started to slice a fresh perp. After a few slices, he stopped and looked a little confused. Wait, what color is yours? Mine is a clear liquid. But it doesn't qualify as blood according to the galactic standards. My species absorbs carbon dioxide directly through our skin, and it gets transported via a clear fluid to all parts of the body for photosynthesis. It is an open system. I believe it will be similar to, uh, sap. Right, right, sir. I forget you're a plant sometimes, Felnish. You guys must hate the idea of maple syrup, he said with a grin. If you ever come for my sap, we're gonna have issues, bud. I said, squirting him with the water from the sink faucet. Oi! I wouldn't do that unless you're pancake aliens, in which case, all bets are off. He grinned at me, and we laughed at the thought of pancake aliens. Miko slid his hand over the speaker and followed his translator, and nudged his friend until he awoke. Garbled static was muffled, and Miko got close to the mic and whispered. Shh, quiet. We were boarded. Most of the crew was captured. I was prepping for tomorrow, so I was out of the barracks when they came in. Looks like we were right about Pulks. He sold the whole crew down the river, disabled the alarm, and let them in when he was on watch. Damn, lizard! Go hide in the infirmary. They already cleared it, so you should be safe. Gotta see if I can do anything to free the crew. Miko padded softly to the door. Barefoot. Miko, thanks. Be safe, friend. He turned briefly back to me and smiled, 
then slipped silently out the door. My species was not strong or fast. He told me to hide to protect me. I moved slowly through the halls, limb fronds trembling, and finally made it to the infirmary. On my way, I heard several bouts of shouting and clanging. It appeared that Miko had been discovered, but was causing some grief for the invaders. I made it to the infirmary, and fearing what might happen, I prepped the orthodog pod for use by human male. I also prepped several other dog pods for several other larger species groups on the ships. Occasionally, I would hear a thumping of boots in the corridor outside, and would furl my limp fronds in and hide behind the exam table. When the sound died, I would continue my work. Once they were all prepped, I furled as tightly as possible in the corner where I couldn't be seen from the door, and tried not to shake too loudly. Several hours had passed. There had been two occasions when the infirmary door opened, but no one entered. I saw a beam of light pass over the contents of the dimly lit room, before the door was again secured. Once, I felt a brief jolt through the hull. An airlock had been explosively decompressed. Boots marched past in both directions, in larger and smaller groups. I heard the Zinvathian being spoken. Zidvathians were a slaver race. They wouldn't kill us unless they had to. Otherwise, it affected their profits. My front ship at the thought. There was the sounds of blaster fire now. Slug throws were forbidden on spaceships. The small plasma bolt blasters put out by blasters were effective and most known species, to a greater or lesser degree. It would interrupt the electromechanical pulses and cause burns. Depending on your species, it was either very painful or fatal. Zenvathians were susceptible, but it only caused them to be incapacitated for around half an hour. After several rounds of blaster fire, everything went quiet. The door to the infirmary opened after about 15 minutes, and some of the crew came in, carrying several other crewmates. I unfurled from the corner and directed the carriers to the orthodox configured for their suffering cargo. I was helping put the Zichki into the orthodox when I heard Mika say, I'm fine, quit fussing, or you're gonna make it worse. Just let me get in the damn pod, man. I turned to look at my friend. His face was swollen so badly. One eye wouldn't open, and he had burns all over his clothes. His arms and hands were seeping in a dark red blood, and it was dripping onto the floor as he moved slowly towards the orthodox set to human male. He climbed in slowly and lay back in the padded couch. He pressed the lid closure button, and the device sealed him in and started to heal him. It took three days to get to port, and when we did, I finally got a copy of the incident report. We turned over several captured slavers to the authorities, along with the turncoat who led them aboard. Mika was still in the orthodox pod. The incident report the captain filed indicated that Miko had managed to incapacitate several of the boarders, take their weapons, use those weapons to ambush more boarders, gather all the weapons, and sneak into the messel where the crew was being kept, arm the crew, and lead the retaking of the ship. 
He had taken, by all accounts, several dozen blaster shots, some directly to the face and head, and kept on fighting. I was in the infirmary waiting when I heard the auto dock was going to open, and so were several other crewmates. When the top opened, Miko sat up. His face was no longer swollen, but his skin was purple, green, and yellow. There were bright white patches of new skin in several places, and missing patches of hair all over his head and arms. He blinked at the crowd as he climbed out of the pod. What? Am I in trouble? he asked, pausing with one foot on the deck and one still in the pond. We stood in silence for a second, completely surprised by this honest confusion. We all laughed and cheered as he climbed out, looking a little sheepish. I believe was the human word. I was washing blinser roots, and Miko was carefully cubing them for dinner. It had been several weeks since the boarding incident, and I hadn't mentioned it often, since Miko said he didn't want to talk about it. I heard his swear softly under his breath, and turning to look, I saw that he was again bleeding from a small cut. I fetched the bandages and walked over, and handed him a bandage and said, I think more of you is iron than just your blood. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.